0: Okay Three, two, one <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Harvest Now Conversations Yay! <laughs> Welcome back We are back and i got a whole team with me But uh, to introduce the topic We are talking about leadership And what it means to lead How to lead effectively And what it means to submit to leadership um, and joined with me are some of the leaders of Harvest Now Church. We got Jamison. Audi. We got Guara. Hello. We got Cheyenne. Ah. And we got Gerard. Hello. All right. So, diving straight into it, I wanted to talk about leadership because I think it's very in line with what our church's theme is, which is honor, because there's a lot of honor to do with leadership and also submitting to leadership. The first question I wanted to ask everyone here is what is your take on. The difference between a leader and a boss, Jemison. Well, I want to give Jesus' take. So uh, we're going straight into the Word.
1: I've got here Mark chapter 10, verses 42 to 45. And I think this passage is awesome because it really does cover the heart of biblical and Christian leadership. And this is Jesus speaking. So it says, So Jesus called them together. So referring to the disciples. And said, You know that the rulers in this world lord it over their people. And officials flaunt their authority over those under them. But among you it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you must be the slave of everyone else. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life As a ransom for many. So, Jesus says that uh, there's a difference between just being a a boss by position and uh, being a leader according to God's will. And essentially, the heart of the way God sees leadership is servanthood. Mm. So, a true leader is a servant, whereas a boss is just a person in authority. Doesn't necessarily mean that they have that leadership heart, or on the contrary, that they do,
0: but it's essentially a position
1: Mm. of authority. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Has anyone ever had a boss? Like, So, in reference to your own life, what is it like to be submitted to a boss as opposed to a leader? Start with you again. Oh, with me? Yeah.
1: Um, to be honest, I think in the workplaces that I've been at, I've had great leaders mm. and great bosses. Actually, I had one boss which I didn't find pleasant. This boss, uh, they hired me. And I, honestly, I really struggled working there. Mm. I didn't feel welcomed mm. and uh, eventually it got to a point where I decided to resign from that place mm. and what that boss said was I knew you would quit and uh, that kind of did hurt you know what I mean instead of being in that process instead of leading me towards you know how can we benefit you or how can we build you up in this workplace there was no education there was no um, look I can see you're struggling with this let's help you it mm. was I just knew you're going to quit Mm. So she saw that coming and still yeah. didn't have an attempt to help me. Yeah. Mm. So one, it's um, that hinders the flow of their workplace. Mm. So already it's like that boss didn't obviously care about how it was going to work mm. and also didn't care about me. Yeah. So a boss is just a person who is in that position, but a leader is someone who would lead their people towards succeeding for the place or the greater goal, the vision. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that's my experience
0: with a bad boss. Mm. Guara, have you had a leader and a boss in your workplaces or just in life?
2: Yes, I've got a lot of story <laughs> about bosses. Because I like initially I would think like a boss should be a leader mm. because you're in that place of authority. Like yeah. If we put this in a kingdom perspective, right, a leader is someone who leads by example, who do what they say and, lead, like, you know, do it in action. Yeah. Like, they don't just say it, but they actually do it. Yeah. So I think bosses should also be leaders mm. because they run the company, like they run, it's about the people, it's not about you. Yeah. And like, sadly, majority of the bosses nowadays is they tell people what to do, yeah. instead of like, you know, encouraging them, like, what mm. can I do to improve your work? What can I do to help you? You know, you lead the example, like you you have that experience, because, like bosses have experience, that's why they're in that place of authority. Yeah. You know, what can I do to help you in this in this area? You know, all that. But yeah, it's it's really sad to have bosses that just tell people what to do now. Like, you guys should be leaders. <laughs> mm. If you're not able to lead, you shouldn't be a boss. Like, you can see that they don't enjoy their work, like, because mm. they don't love the people. They don't love the work. Mm. Like Jameson said, it's about the greatest leader of all is a servant of all. They don't want to serve. That's that's the thing about, um, about bosses. But I could go on <laughs> because I've had so many, like, bad experiences with bosses, but nothing against them, like... I love them in that, but (laughs) Mm. it's just that they don't know how to serve.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. The difference between a leader and a boss is they don't know how to serve people. Yeah. It's it makes it about them. Mm. Instead of like us church leaders, we don't point to ourselves, we point to God. Like it's all about him. I can I am doing what I'm doing because it's for God. Yeah. (laughs) You know? So
3: leading by example. But yeah. Yeah, Cheyenne. Yeah, I agree with Jamison in saying that a boss like that is just a title, it's just a position. And yes, I've, I, I also think that the intention and and mindset of each are different. Mm. Where, like, a boss will like they prioritize monetary gain mm. or like personal gain, whereas a leader knows should know a good leader knows that in order to achieve an outcome every part is is valuable every role matters and so a a good leader knows how to influence and encourage their team Um, I've heard it said that you know leadership is influence Mm. so yeah a boss can have a title but have no influence they can say this is what you have to do but um, people will obey and do what they say because they're getting paid or out of fear, but they have no, like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Like, I want to do it. I want to see the business thrive. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I think that's the difference between a boss and a leader.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. What about you, Jordan?
4: Yeah, no, so I've been privileged enough, blessed enough to work in places where I had a good boss. But in those workplaces, there were, like, some, like, managers. I heard stories of, like, really poor people management skills. Mm. They would tell me stories and stuff, and it was more boss-like, so just telling them what to do, you know, sit down, shut up, and work, that type of vibe. Mm. Um, one example that's just come to me is uh, in the classroom. So we've all had experiences in the classroom where we've had teachers who like, sit down, shut up, here's a textbook, Copy the copy the questions, write the answers, mm. and then we've had other teachers who make everything engaging, they lead the class. Mm. So you can sort of understand where I'm trying to get to in terms of what a boss looks like versus a leader. So a leader is someone who is willing to get their hands dirty. Mm. Mm. Willing yeah, to... Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
1: Mm. That's key.
4: Yeah. Willing to sort of stupe low, like Jesus. He, in the Bible, says he took the form of a lowly servant. servant. Um, he says the greatest of all is the servant of all. Mm. One of the... Uh, Key things he did before he was hung on a cross was uh, he washed his disciples' feet. Mm. That's a leader. Mm. So he wasn't afraid to go down to the lowest level of a servant. Historically, the servant that washes, I guess, uh, feet is the lowest rank, ranking servant. Jesus took that lowest rank in that house, not only to serve, but also to lead them and show them what true leadership looks like. Mm. And you see it through the Gospels, you see it through the epistles, you see it through the whole New Testament of what Jesus's idea of leadership looks like, what God-given leadership looks like. So um, you can definitely see it in different corporations today, organizations, schools and stuff. Yeah, so the biggest difference, like what everyone else has said, just sort of echoing what they're saying is a boss doesn't stoop down to their level. It's just sit down, shut up and work. And the leader is like, let's do this together. Let me help you through it.
0: Yeah, I felt that I am privileged to have never been under a really bad boss. Like all my teachers, all of my uh, work place bosses have been people that I wanted to follow. And I think that's a mark of a leader versus a boss. A boss, uh, like Cheyenne said, you are obligated to follow because they, they give you your paycheck and they have a certain degree of authority over you in the workplace. But then a leader is someone that you want to follow, is someone that you are inspired by. Mm. Um, and that is, uh, I think, another difference in that a leader doesn't have to be at the, the very top mm. for you to want to follow them. Yeah. Some Sometimes it could be your peer. Mm. Sometimes it could be your just your workmate. But they are inspiring you and they are leading you in that way. And I think in that sense, we can... All be leaders so that leads us to the next question which uh, is uh, people born leaders so everything that we spoke about here that makes a good leader can this all be learnt or is it something that people inherit at birth so sometimes we see people that already carry leadership quality some sometimes people are completely shy and recluse um, so is this something that people are born with or is this something that people are just uh, can grow into. So we'll start with Cheyenne.
3: Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, um, yeah, it can be learned. Um, I, I I don't believe that, yeah, there is no like born leader, but a, a person can be born into an environment or, an, or atmosphere or family where it cultivates leadership and just behavior and Um, like their parents set an example or for like for me yeah I was like I have two little sisters I'm the middle child but I have two little sisters and I was like kind of expected to kind of take care of them Mm. so yeah so being put in that position I didn't realize it at the time but it started building like leadership qualities Mm. in me but yes so for for me personally I, I had that but I like, like I said, I didn't realise it at the time because my personality growing up was like I kept to myself, I was very quiet. I didn't like approaching people or in a like a social way, which is, yeah, approaching people is social. Yeah, amen. Mm-hmm. So I guess the only time where I saw that I had leadership quality is when other people saw it in me, saw the potential in me um, and kind of spoke that into me and encouraged me in that. Mm. Yeah, and that was only when I met Pastor Chris and Mm. Pastor Rod and yeah, and they saw my potential and they didn't even like see like how I was, like they didn't even know my personality. They didn't like, they didn't know me. But they saw my leadership qualities, or like my potential, my potential to become a leader, just because my attentiveness to want to listen and to learn. Mm. So yes, the question is, what was the yeah, question? people born leaders. People are born leaders. Sorry, uh, yeah.
0: Because <laughs> um, like it's undeniable that there are some people that um, it's almost like from birth they seem like they are directing yeah. people. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like, some people aren't like that. So Mm. can we expect people, everyone to be like that? Mm. You know, can people lead? Does everyone have to be like that to be a leader? What do you Mm. reckon?
1: Well, what I was going to say is, uh, I think that not everyone is born to be in a leadership position, Mm. but everyone can lead. Mm. Even Mm. being a follower, you can lead by example. Mm. Mm. So, like you said, some people are born with natural leadership traits, that are qualities Mm. where you can see that they have this tendency to facilitate a crowd, Mm. they have this tendency to facilitate a group, send direction, they're a bit more assertive, whereas you have some people a lot more submissive, Mm. right? But even in saying that, you could be submissive but also be a leader. Mm. You can lead by Mm. example, by teaching how to submit, Mm. teaching how to respect, teaching how to honour. So, what I believe is that there are people who are born into leadership positions, mm. but everyone can lead one way yeah, or another. That's mm. right. Um, and it's those people that I believe who have more of those tendencies that would be in those positions, mm. but the ones who don't have so much of those tendencies can still lead. Mm. Mm.
0: Yeah. Mm. you have something to say, Gerard, to add on?
4: Not really. Just echoing again. Mm. I think... Um, Did yeah, you no.
0: ever consider yourself to be a leader? Nah. No?
4: <laughs> I don't know. I, I was a lot like Cheyenne. Yeah, like I just didn't see myself as a leader ever. Um, like, I, there was points in, in you know, school and stuff where I'd see my mates um, who were the leader of the group. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be like that. Mm-hmm. And I'd do things that they would do, and it didn't really reciprocate well. It didn't mm-hmm. get the response that I wanted. So it was like, all right, maybe I'm not the leader then. But honestly, like, being an older brother, I'm, like Cheyenne, put into a position where I have to lead. I uh, wasn't the best at it, to be fair, but being one of the leaders in the ministry here like I never thought I'd actually get it (laughs) Mm. to be to be honest and you know working in HR now I'm up there as well so it's pretty trippy Mm. to see what God sees in me that I didn't at first Mm. Mm. so it's um, yeah all glory to God he sees he sees stuff in us that we don't um, and he'll direct our steps Mm. um, into wherever he wants us whether that is looking like you're working in HR being the CEO, whatever it looks like, or maybe you're, you know, just a just a receptionist, just a clerk, whatever. Either way, we're, we're called to lead somewhere. Mm-hmm. And in terms of answering whether someone is born a leader, I think it's always learned. Leading is a learned behavior because you'll get it from your father. You'll get it from how your mother reacts to mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. You'll learn it from your brother or sister, how they lead their friends, how they lead conversations, how they carry themselves. You see it in... Um, celebrities, how they lead things. Uh, It's a learned, leadership is a learned behavior. Like to be fair, I feel like I've gotten a lot better at Mm. leadership because I've learned more.
3: Mm. Yeah,
4: I wasn't like this. Bro, like when I got into leading the youth Bible study, I didn't know how to lead kids. (laughs) Like Mm. I had no idea, but God worked on my heart. God worked on my character and I did it. Mm. So in the same way, God is teaching a lot of us what, like we might be called to a leadership a position within our community. That's not church, mm. you know? It might be, you know, a leader in the best landscaper in the city. It might be look, looking like that. might be the best sparky, the, um, you know, mm-hmm. the electrician, something like that. Leadership doesn't always look like what we think it might. So the traditional scope of leadership is, is always flawed in, in the way the world sees it. And like just bringing it back to what we said first... Leadership as a Christian, as a God-fearing believer, is servanthood. That's what leadership boils down to. And there's a lot of people who just have servant hearts. Mm-hmm. So the guys who just want to help, those those will be great leaders a hundred percent of the mm-hmm. time. There are, one thing that's coming up is there's this quote from one of the Spider-Man films, and he's like, "I'm just looking out for the little guy." Those are the those that's a leader, mm-hmm. right? So you might be looking out for the little guy, but then that'll Look like you're looking after a city
0: so yeah yeah mm. yeah so yeah it is a l- thing that you can learn it's traits that you can grow into so what are these traits besides servanthood and a servant heart what are traits that you have found in a good leader yourself so uh guara uh
2: yeah so me initially like what i look for in a leader like i already shared it, is someone who lead by example um one thing integrity yeah integrity they do what they say, not just because they want to say it because it sounds good. So they, they really lead by example. Because like in my experience, before, before I became Christian, let's just say that, I was searching, I was searching for God. And I came upon this, um, this youth group back in Adelaide, where I used to live. I wanted to go there because I wanted someone to look up to. I wanted someone to follow. I just wanted to change, mm. like change my lifestyle. So, I went to this youth group because, you know, I thought that I'd find something, like, that's what you would expect, right? Mm. Um, I'd find, like, something different there, you know. I just just needed someone to show me what to do Mm. so I could get out of this lifestyle. Mm. And so, what happened was I experienced, like, a really bad leadership, I guess. I don't know how to nicely, like, say it, but it was a bad experience for me because, like, they were just talking good, but mm. they weren't doing it. They weren't living what they were saying, so yeah they would they would talk about Jesus, they'd talk about the scriptures, but out of church, they do the exact same thing as I did right so I was like, then what's the point of mm. believing Jesus if these guys are living the same lifestyle yep. so i didn't like I didn't see that in my like in my leaders back then. I said, you know what what's the point?" they're just exactly the same as me. Mm. <laughs> and I'm trying to find a way out and they, these guys can't help me because they're leading the blind, like blind leading the blind, we're doing yeah. the exact same thing. Like I can talk good too, I can say all this stuff, but there's no genuine change yeah. like in your life, like in my life. And yeah, and the, like the difference was when I came here, I saw my leaders doing what they say, they were actually different. And they're so real. Talking about problems is good. Because, <laughs> like, you can learn from experience. Mm-hmm. Like, from what they've experienced. So, yeah. For me, what I would look for in a leader is someone that would actually do what they say. And, like, they're there for you. <laughs> you know, a leader that's there for you that would make time for you. Mm. Yeah. 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 Mm.
0: What are you laughing about? Oh, no, we have the same scripture. <laughs> oh, yeah. The same. All right. Share it, Gerard. Jame. Oh, You got a press.
4: Uh,
1: so, talking about traits of a good leader, right? Mm. So, there's actually uh, a passage in the Word in 1 Timothy chapter 3 mm. where the Apostle Paul... Essentially, this was more focused towards leaders in the church. yeah. But you can essentially apply it to any sort of leadership position with anything, like even a workplace, yeah. social group, etc. Uh, so, the Apostle Paul says, this is a trustworthy saying. So, from chapter 3 verse 1. If someone aspires to be a church leader... He desires an honorable position. Mm. So a church leader must be a man whose life is above reproach. He must be faithful to his wife. He must exercise self-control, live wisely, and have a good reputation. Mm. He must enjoy having guests in his home, and he must be able to teach. He must not be a heavy drinker or be violent. He must be gentle, not quarrelsome, and not love money. He must manage his own family well, having children who respect and obey him. For if a man cannot manage his own household, how can he take care of God's church? A church leader must not be a new believer because he might be proud and the devil would cause him to fall. Also, people outside the church must speak well of him so that he will not be disgraced and fall into the devil's trap. And then it goes on essentially explaining what a deacon is as well. Mm -hmm. So that's also a form of leadership. Mm -hmm. Essentially, it covers pretty much the same things, Mm. um, just at a kind of like a lower degree. Mm. But uh, in terms of traits, Mm. this covers quite a lot. Ultimately, what I take from that is, he must be a person of, like we'll say, integrity. Yeah. A person who is humble Mm. and a person who is looked upon as someone that they can look up to. That's the main, for me, that's what I take away from from that. Yeah. There is a lot to there, but if I could narrow it down to three things, it would be those. Mm. But yeah, you can apply that same within the workplace. You can apply that with any sort of leadership position, mm. I believe, yeah.
0: What are traits that you look for in a leader, Chain?
3: Yeah, so Jamison just briefly said, one who is humble. Mm. One, uh, I look for humility in any leader. Any leader who can say that I've still got a lot to learn any leader who's who's can say when they're confronted with criticism, constructive criticism, they receive it well. Doesn't deny that yes, they made a mistake, and they're quick to apologize and ask for forgiveness. Yeah, one who's one who's passionate about what they do. Like you could just. Yeah, you could just be like a janitor, but if you're, or like a cleaner, but if you're passionate about being the best Mm. janitor or cleaner in your area or in Australia, whatever, um, then yeah, like if you're passionate, people want to follow that. Mm. And I'm not drawn to anyone who doesn't like what they do Mm. or who, who like is constantly like complaining that nothing is going their way, Mm. but they're just like, they're positive they, yeah positive positive but also like they they don't deny the truth that things are going wrong but they like they're willing to see like what's the good what's the bad what needs to change mm-hmm. so yeah uh, I look for humility and when to know like when things are aren't going right and aren't aren't trying to just like stick to it because they said said at that one time like they're, they're willing to change yeah adaptability yeah yeah i
1: think that's a huge thing yeah a leader has, has to learn how to adapt because yep. seasons change all the time circumstances change all the time and a leader knows People how to different. be yeah that's right and uh leaders are very forward thinking mm. they don't necessarily dwell too much in the past or in the present they, they're always thinking forward yeah and mm. they, they know how to change and when to change and why we need to change. So mm. for, for myself, I would say that's yeah what I look for. Yeah,
3: yeah, well. yeah. Because yeah. uh, we saw that in during like during lockdowns and stuff, churches and and businesses who did not adapt to the current situation they suffered greatly. Uh, we were able to like um, still have influence through social media and streaming mm. and stick with it. Uh, we always, um, whenever I hear like adaptability and willing, willingness to change, I always think of like Nokia, uh, compared to like Apple or something. Um, like um, they were yeah. ahead until yeah, until iPhone
0: came.
3: Yeah. So and and they weren't like they didn't see. Like, if it if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. So, but there was so much more to offer. Yep. Um. And But they're, they're still around, but not as influential or ahead of the game, like top of the top businesses and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's it.
4: Yeah. What about you, Gerard? Yeah, everyone took my answer again. <laughs> so, no, Um. I think for myself, I want to be able to be like, yeah, I want to be like them. So if I... If I hear a leader just you know complain and moan and just just super pessimistic, like I, I don't want to do that. Mm. Like I don't want to be here. But a leader who's like, yep, let's get it done. We can do this. Mm. Um, and even if it, there's a shortcoming in between, it's like, all right, um, you know, shortcomings are expected. Mm. But yeah. let's let's keep moving forward. So that type of thing where it's like, okay, I want to be like them. That's 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 what I look for in a leader. The mm. humility stuff as well. Mm. Um, being able to be like to adapt as well. The forward thinking, like we said. Mm. Yeah, everything that's just been said as well. Like it's it's definitely what I look for in a leader. So it's pretty, yeah, pretty good.
0: <laughs> yeah. They gotta be good. They gotta be good, mate. <laughs> they can't yeah. be bad. They can't yeah.
4: be bad. To be a good leader, you gotta be good. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. What are the traits of a good leader? They're good. They're, They're good.
4: good. And, and a leader. A leader.
0: <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, for me, a good leader... A trait of a good leader is consistency, yeah. and yeah. Yeah. when they are consistent, uh, I feel safe around them. So someone that I feel safe around is Tito Dom. Woo. Mm. Yeah. Shout out to Tito Dom. And he—he's <laughs> a deacon in the church. He's not yeah. the—he's not the pastor. He's not the head or anything. When mm-hmm. whenever he's around, you can count on the fact it's that safe. he's going to be Tito Dom. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. He's gonna—he's gonna, you know. Like, he's going to be stable, he's going to be consistent and trustworthy. Like, Mm -hmm. you know that he's not going to backstab anyone or anything like that. He's not going to do anything that's wrong outside of a mistake. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Someone that's pure of heart. Someone that's a man after, or woman after God's own heart. So, yeah, women can be leaders as well, as we've said in our previous podcast. Another trait, I think, is confidence. Uh, It's hard Mm -hmm. to follow someone. Mm. Uh, who is unsure. Yeah, Because at that point, I don't think they're even uh, leading themselves. You know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah. And I think the best leader is Jesus. So I, I look at how he deals with anything and like he was dealt with the most uh, trials and storms and everything, yet he was so consistent. Mm. He never changed. And mm. in fact, it says the word never changes. Heaven and earth passes away in the world but the word will remain the same and he is the word. So I think consistency is a is a huge thing. Yeah. And one thing that attacks consistency is emotions. So it's something that uh, I've had to grow in because I know with uh, I don't know a lot of people can relate like with emotions sometimes it feels so justified you like yeah. you're so justified mm-hmm. to feel this way they did this thing to me. They betrayed me, you know. Like, if I am just going to be happy, who's going to punish them? You know, like I've got to punish them by my attitude, kind of thing. But um, what you're doing in that situation is you're giving authority to them. Mm. When in reality, like, all your emotions and everything to do with you are your responsibility. And it's your, and you have the authority over how you feel. Mm. And when you do, when you blame, do the blame game to other people. Something that Dominion has shared is when you blame someone else or if you if you point the finger to anyone else, you are giving them the authority and mm-hmm. you are no longer being the leader. Yeah. So what happened in the Garden of Eden, God gave man, God gave Adam authority over the entire earth. So the earth was perfect and then he sinned. Eve was deceived, but then Adam sinned and then God came up to him. He's like, what did you do? So it's not that God was unaware, like God knew. I feel that he was asking him to give him the opportunity to fess up, and that would be okay. But instead, what he did was, it was the woman that you gave me, right? So he cast blame to to the woman. And so the woman had The authority, and then what did the woman say uh, when God asked her? Oh, it's the serpent. And so what ended up happening was the authority was handed over to the devil. And so we see that the authority that God gave over the earth uh, got given to the devil, and that's why like everything got absolutely wrecked. Like when we talk about, oh, why do natural disasters happen? Or what's the point of mosquitoes? What's the point of flies? You know, what's the point of these um, German cockroaches, you know? And, you know, they are a result of the devil. (laughs) You know, like God made everything perfect. Mm. And then something happened in between then and now, you know? But yeah, and it was because of the blame game. So don't ever blame anyone. Now a lot of people, a lot of secular people have caught gist of the Bible and they've, they've realized that they've got to stop blaming and they've got to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a mark of a good leader. They take responsibility. Yeah. Like they're, no, they're not um, counting on other people to do the job. And if they don't do it, then, oh, you know, the ship goes down. Mm-mm. They take responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Were you going to say something? No. No? All right. Moving on. All right. So how important in your mind is a leader in a team? So we'll start with jemison So... In a project, so let's make it specific to we're wanting to make a result happen. (coughs) How important is a leader?
1: That's crucial. Having a leader in any sort of group setting is crucial because often it's a leader who will project the vision Mm. Mm -hmm. because they're the one who is thinking what we need to do. They see a problem. Let's bring a solution. Mm. So the leader is the one who will bring it to everyone's attention. Guys, this is what we need to do. I've got this vision. You guys want to work together in accomplishing this. Mm. And with lack of vision, there is destruction. Yeah, You're going nowhere. So in terms of how important it is, it's extremely important to have a leader in that setting. Yep. So I would say,
0: yeah. Yeah. Guara, anything to add?
2: Yeah, I think uh, it's really important for a leader to have vision who is confident about the vision as well because like, the people ha- got to have something to look at to like there is an end goal to this like mm. this is where we're headed yep. and a vision uh, a leader is confident with the vision that this is where we're heading mm. this is what steps we gotta take to get to this vision let's do it together let's make this work mm. so yeah i think it's super important for a leader to have a vision because if they don't have vision where you're going mm. <laughs> that's all i gotta add bro <laughs>
3: yeah, okay. yeah uh, like the importance to in, to achieve an An outcome, Mm. a desired outcome. I think a leader is super important because I feel like a leader can see what um, a team's strengths are Mm. and they can delegate um, rather than someone who's like micromanaging everything Mm. um, and like wanting to take over every like position or role and wanting to do it themselves. There's no point in having a team if you're going to do that. So, yeah, I had a boss like that once. Uh, And I did not want to work after that. (laughs) Um, And it was just something as simple as like wrapping up cutlery Mm. in a napkin, right? Uh, It was something, it was actually that. (laughs) So so it's like, you can't even trust me enough or like delegate me the task of just doing that right. Um, So being able to trust your team and to do it well. And if it's not going well, then like... um, then to be able to confront them yeah. about that, so like uh, not just confront, but encourage and and be inquisitive, like ask, like why is there something wrong? Is there you know is there something that I can do to help you do this better? Yeah. So yeah, to be able to delegate and know what their team's strengths are, mm-hmm. and in order to know what their strengths are, you gotta know your team. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Gerard, what is... So in the context of church and the leader is the pastor, how how important uh, is the pastor's role in the church?
4: Super. They're the shepherd of the flock um, that God, is, God has assigned. So if you look at how a sheep responds to their shepherd, mm. um, there's this video on YouTube that you can look up. It's pretty much where uh, the, these guys are on like a tour and mm. there's... The shepherd tells the people how to call the sheep. And they're all trying the same thing. "Ah, sheep, come here. Right? Mm. And nothing works. The sheep look, but they just go about grazing and eating and stuff. And then lastly comes the shepherd. The shepherd does his call. The sheep all look up and they come to him. So Mm. it's so cool. Um, And in terms of the church leadership, that is what is supposed to happen. So they they call in the sheep. They cast a vision and they feed the sheep they take care of the sheep so it is absolutely crucial to have a leader who has vision a leader who has all the qualities that we listed mm. to be leading the church like if the if the leader doesn't know where he's going it's the blind leading the blind again there was a um there's a show ages ago where they put a bunch of 10-year-old boys in a in a house mm, yeah. and no no adult supervision no one was there it just just like just the boys it was like maybe like five or six of them, or like maybe 10 of them, I don't know. Mm. But it was just a handful of them. Mm. And these boys wreaked a havoc in this house. Like there was food for them for days. And they just like, they're throwing dirt in the house, ripping up the cushions and stuff. Everything was just going gone wild. And after they had fun, they're like, okay, now what? And they didn't know what to do. So they start cooking food and they're putting milk with eggs in a frying pan and hoping it turns into a pancake. Like there's no leadership at all. So... In the same way, these pastors of ours, so Pastor Chris, Pastor Rod, Pastor Larry, um, your pastor, if you're listening, they're there to support you. They're there to lead you to where God needs you to be. Mm. So sometimes there are shortcomings that leaders have. Mm. There's, peop- there's leaders who make mistakes, like like we all make mistakes. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so cut the leader some slack. You're not going to find a perfect leader ever. Yeah. Mm. The per, the most perfect leader that you can find is Jesus.
0: Mm. That's it. That's right.
4: That's it. And we're all on the same journey of emulating what Jesus has done. Yes. Yeah. So obviously, we're gonna we're gonna fall short sometimes. So are our leaders. Mm. So if you're dealing with offense from a leader, look, I'm sorry that it has happened to you, um, but Jesus didn't do that to you. Jesus yeah. loves you, mm. right? So um, I feel like. Yeah, there has to be a bit of forgiveness here. You have to go to the Lord about it. There's, I feel like people have ran away from church because of what a leader has said. Mm. James talks about no one has ever tamed the tongue. One moment we bless the Lord and and the other moment we curse somebody. It's not supposed to be like that, right? So yes, we all say stupid stuff. I've said stupid stuff. These leaders are pretty much the same. So... Having that leader in the church is crucial. Uh, to have a like, imagine if you have a pastor who's like, oh, you know, I guess we'll read the Bible today. <laughs> like, what do you mean you maybe. guess? <laughs> like, maybe, maybe we'll follow the Lord today. Maybe tomorrow. I don't know, mm. right? If you have that sort of leader who's all like up in the air about stuff, like it's not going to be. That's not really a leader, is it? It's just some some person. It's just mm. a just a dude who got in the job. I was um I was working the other day, and this this guy told me how. He went to this Christian Catholic event and the reason he went was because he had a crush on a girl and he kept going tried to impress her classic. <laughs> yeah classic <laughs> he, he tried to impress her and at one point the guys one of the, he had no intent of being being a Christian being Catholic whatever it was and one of the elders is like you should be a leader and then this this guy's like, I mean I guess so he's leading kids and he doesn't know what to do you know what I mean so like there's there's different instances where people sh- like we said at the start there's some people who just shouldn't be in that leadership position yet yeah right yet mm-hmm. it's it can always be trained so you might have a young adults pastor who's He's being weird and like, you know, trying to find out the right words to say and it's just not coming out right. Trying to find ways to relate to the generation and you think he's lame, he's corny, cheesy, this and that, but we're all on the same journey of trying to emulate Jesus, mm. right? So mm. when we look at Jesus as the perfect example of leadership, then we can lead by example ourselves, mm. right? So honoring what the leader is doing is important as well. So i had a big issue of honoring our pastors a while ago Mm. and it was when i kept getting told you're an evangelist you're an evangelist you're going to preach to the nations i was like one year two years into being a christian so i got to my head and what uh, paul talks about in timothy is right i get super conceited i get puffed up with pride and i think i'm better than these leaders Mm. right we need to pull pride down and say, you know what, God, this is the leader you've put me under. How can I serve them? Mm.
5: Mm.
4: So, and that servant is you being a leader. So it, it's just come full circle again. Mm. So bottom line is, honor your leader, respect him, ask ask the Lord how you can serve, look for opportunities in the ministry to serve. Um, and that way um, you can be your own leader as well and follow the, the footsteps of Jesus.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So with all of that, I I think you've already touched on it, but what is the role of someone under leadership? So, obviously, it's not all on the pastor to achieve the outcome. Um, so, what is our role as people under leadership, Jamison?
1: Well, it just depends on what your role is, really. Um, so, I think the starting point of understanding or answering that question is finding out what your role is through God mm. um, and also consulting with your leaders. Yep. Because like what Shane was saying, often a leader will be able to see the traits. They'll be able to see your strengths and say, look, you've got potential in doing this. Mm. And then they can delegate, they can facilitate you saying, look, I think you'll be great at doing this. Do you want to do that? Mm. Um, So as a follower in that position Mm. is grabbing hold of that role Mm. and doing it with excellence. Um, Like in this case, we have a media team. You know, like you're in the media team. So in your case, grabbing hold of that responsibility and doing it with excellence, which Mm. you do. Um, So yeah, for anyone that is listening, if you want to know what to do in that sense Mm. and you don't know what to do, sorry, ask your leader, what potential do you see in me? Yeah, make yourself available. Yeah, make make yourself available. And don't just ask your leader, ask God. Ask Mm -hmm. God especially, Lord, what do I do? How can I serve at church? How can I serve at work? Yeah. How can I serve in my family? What do you have specifically assigned for me to do? Mm. Teach me how to do that with full excellence. Yeah. Holy Spirit, help me, enable me. And He will. Yeah. He will show that to you. And sometimes it takes time yeah. to reveal because God goes through you know, processes of character development. Mm. Um, and then at the right time, He will reveal it to you. Mm. You grab it, you do that thing with excellence. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think that sums it up. But uh, Guara anything to add now <laughs> so, um, but uh, say if there is a fault that you see in the leader what would you do is there a is there any point where you would rebuke a leader um, someone above you
2: yeah of course <laughs> there's a scripture that says it's better to rebuke rebuke a brother than a kiss of an anim- enemy
0: to receive a rebuke, rebuke from a brother than a receive kiss a kiss of an, from enemy. an enemy yeah, yeah.
2: Um, obviously, obviously, we don't want to sugarcoat anything because stuff can lead to dis- like not distraction, destruction. Mm. That's the word I was looking for. So no, I think um, we're all we're all accountable to each other. Mm. So f- first and foremost, we're co- accountable to each other, and we're accountable to God. Mm. And of course, if this person is a leader and it, and what they're saying is not according to the word of God, and you yourself know that it's not according to the word of God. You don't have to say, Hey, like you don't have to embarrass them. Yeah, you don't have to embarrass them. You don't have you don't have Mm -hmm. to put them down. You just gotta say, Hey man, like I just didn't agree with what you said. This is what the word said, you know? Like, what are your thoughts about this? Like, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, just be open, like Mm -hmm. even if it's your leader. Like that's what I love like about our pastor. Like, you know, she always says, If there's anything that you don't agree with what I'm saying, you know, talk to me. Mm -hmm. Just be open, like Yep. You know, like, because your leaders are your friends too. They're not just like, oh, she's a leader. I'm so intimidated to talk to her because she's a leader. Yep. But she can be your friend too. Like Jesus. Jesus yep. is a leader, but he's also our best friend. Mm. He's our, he's the greatest friend Yeah, um, we could ever have. So,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. Anything to add, Cheyenne?
3: Uh, yeah, I think for follower... I think not to expect that the leader has everything down pat. Yeah, has has everything down pat. Yeah, that's good. I think it's good to have to take initiative. Yeah, and to um, offer suggestions. Like mm. we like. Pastor Chris was saying before, like whenever she has an issue or something, she goes to Pastor Larry and mm. asks for his perspective on things. And so we all have different perspectives, and and something that is like in someone's blind sight like we can catch and we can s- offer a solution or just bring it to light so that they're aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a good quality of a follower or a team player. Yeah. That that's mainly it, Like. To t- also to take initiative when you see something that's not right, and you know that you you know your leader, mm. and you know what they stand for, and you know that if if they saw it, then they would do something about it. Yep. Go do something about it. So yes, Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, so in the specific scenario of um, you don't agree with what the leader said, yeah. What would you do?
4: So there's a scripture that says encourage older men as fathers mm. uh, so it says don't rebuke an older man mm. um, but encourage them as you would a father mm. <clears throat> so in the same way like um, rebuke sometimes comes off as super harsh and mm. you know coming from someone who's older and you uh, you know coming from someone who's older to you to us like it's fine yep. but us going to them like boss, Chris yes. ah, ah. there's an ego barrier yeah there's yeah. an ego barrier so we have to approach it in a different way if a leader does something wrong. Like, you know, there's been instances where um, a leader has offended us and we have to approach the leader like, look, what you said kind of offended me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, why? We explain, they apologise, water off a duck's back, we're good. Mm-hmm. On the road again, right? So it's, um, the issue is not the leader. There's, it's, um, yeah. there's just something in between. That's right. Right, so like in, uh, there's this, I think it was from John Bavir's marriage counselling course or whatever, where it was he was talking about how, how to fight effectively. Mm-hmm. I think it was Lisa Bavir, Biv- I forgot. But you're not attacking the person, you're attacking the issue. That's yeah. right. So mm-hmm. if there's an issue in the church and it's quote-unquote coming from a leader, there's an issue that needs to be addressed. Mm. So I approach the leader, like, hey, um, I kind of see this and this is how I feel about it. Now, if you're if the if the leader says something along the lines of "You don't know what you're talking about, shut up," you <laughs> can sort of <laughs> yeah. get a gauge of where their heart is. Mm. So you need to go to God about it, yeah. mm. and God will deal with them. Yeah. Mm. Right? Please, I know it's hard. Don't get offended. It's easy to get offended. Mm. It's so easy to just not guard your heart and just take it all in as a personal attack. Mm. Well, how do I know this? Because I've been there. Okay, mm. I've been there. So. When something like that goes up, just go to God about it. Mm. Sometimes it's always good to, well, usually it's always good. Go to God first, but God, I have this issue with pastor so-and-so. What should I do about it? Mm. Get an answer, do what he says. Mm. And then if the the leader isn't in the right heart, go to God again. God will tell you to forgive them, Mm. right? Because Jesus had religious leaders bag him out all the time Mm. for just all this different religious stuff. And Jesus' Jesus's last words were, forgive them, Father. Yep. They don't know what they're doing. Mm. Yep. Right. So we have, to, we have to have that same attitude
0: yep. for our leaders. Mm. Yeah. The only thing I'd add is to pray for mm. the pastor. Mm. Um, so it's not for your own sake? What are you going to say?
3: No, no, no. I was like, Yeah, important. that's a very good point. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I was going to say
0: that. Are you going to say it? I was. All right. Well, I, I say it. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, pray for the pastor because... Ultimately, yeah. God has put them in authority. Amen. And that's mm. not an accident. Mm. Yeah. So, even if they uh, have faults, everyone has faults. And it's just so happens that you can see it. Mm. The fact that you are uh, so emotional about it shows that you have two logs in your eye. And they only have a speck. And that's something I had to learn. Um, because I've had so many uh, issues with submitting to leadership mm-hmm. and it's not th- like what Gerard said, it's not the le- it's not uh, necessarily the leader's fault, mm-hmm. it's the issue. And the issue was, I had two logs in my eyes and I was blind and I couldn't submit. And I didn't believe that they belong there. and I didn't believe that they're worthy of being a leader. And I didn't feel like they're, you know, worthy of me following them, which was ultimately a pride issue. I was not able to mm-hmm. submit and be a servant. I wasn't able to see myself as someone to contribute to this ministry as opposed to me taking from their leadership and getting to where I think we should be because of their leadership. If you humble yourself to the point where I'm contributing to what God is doing, then you can start to pray for the leader because God put them there for a reason, for Mm -hmm. a purpose. They, uh, like you don't know their their background they've lived for like um our pastors have lived maybe more than double my life so there's so much preparation there and there's so much experience um there that god can tap into that he can't tap into for me just yet and so i respect that i honor that in our leaders there are obviously there are, uh, it's never going to be 100 percent. we think the same way we do the same thing we do the same uh, do things as they would do it and it's not it's actually better that way Amen. Mm-hmm. like it's better to have a team everyone's unique that's so right we
1: all need to con- contribute with that uniqueness that's right mm-hmm.
0: you talked about a clock analogy in one episode like if all of them were the same length <laughs> mm, yeah all of them did the same thing. <laughs> if they all moved the same time, what a useless clock! Okay. Don't yeah, know what, what time he, it is? Exactly. What a useless church if everyone thought the same, did the same, and said the same thing. Like it. It's um, uh, something that Pastor Paul said uh, that really impacted me. Was he sees people as a garden. Like it. it everyone altogether becomes a beautiful garden. As opposed to just, um, you know, just one thing. And that's like, to me, that's boring. But with variety, that's nice. Um, but yeah, so pray for your leaders. Um, even if you don't see eye to eye, like they are put there for a purpose. And that's, and it's your role to submit. Mm-hmm. And um, it's your role to support and ultimately be led by god if you're not supposed to be there then you'll know something that pastor chris praises uh and this is coming out of a heart of she wants to be in the center of god's will she prays either remove them or remove me so it's okay if they are still there but if i'm not supposed to be here remove me god has answered that prayer multiple times for her and for me i've prayed that and what god ended up doing for me is he removed the part of me that shouldn't be in me Amen. so a lot of that was pride. A lot of that was ego. God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Yeah. And you've got to be able to submit. That's part of that's part of being a good leader, to mm. submit. Mm. Uh you have something to say, Chain, looking at your phone.
3: Oh, uh, I was just looking at you know the relationship with between Saul and David. Mm. So and um, that's just an example of like having a, a person in authority that like absolutely hates your guts or who's just completely bad <laughs> in in every way. And and Saul at this point was, you know, just like in complete defiance of God. Mm. But still David was in submission to God mm. by submitting to Saul. Mm. And there there was this point in where Saul was out for David, like going to kill him. Mm. And um, Saul was trapped in a cave or like was was in a cave. Yeah. And David was there and he had every opportunity and he had every reason to kill him, but he chose not to. Because then he would turn out to be just like Saul. Mm. So that spoke much of his character and respect and Mm. honor for positions of authority even though they might not be godly, but God put them in that position over him. Yeah, so what David did is he he took a piece of um Saul's garment just to say, Hey, I could have yeah. I could have done something to you. <laughs> I could have killed ya. But but yeah, I wanna submit to you. Yeah. And so yeah, after that, yeah, like I encourage you to read it. <laughs> Where is it? In 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 First Kings, I believe. And we see, like um, Saul, did not last last long after that, mm. and David became king. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what is what is rightfully yours, or what is met, like, what you're right for, what God has called you, or like what position He's called you to be in, you'll be in. That's right. Just in the right time. Yeah. Yeah. So just respect and honor those that God has put you, above you right. for now. Yeah.
1: I was gonna say I know we're coming close towards the end, but you can see in that story that it creates a foreshadow for Jesus. Mm. He submitted to the authorities that were gonna kill him. Right. That mm. did kill him. He could he had everything and every power behind his mm. behind his father, behind his hand to yeah. stop that crucifixion and yet he still submitted himself. Yeah. He submitted to the authority, even though he was innocent. Yeah. He still did that for us because he saw what was behind that. You saw the outcome, and and that to me is the most perfect form of leadership. Mm. And it, it's it's ironic because it's it's submission, yeah, and it's leadership through submission. So submission is a very powerful trait to have, yeah, as a leader. That's yeah, right. absolutely.
0: Yeah, promotion comes from the Lord. Yeah. So sometimes we feel that we should be in leadership, but you're not. The fact that you're not. Means that you aren't ready for leadership.
5: Mm.
0: So promotion comes from the Lord. Yeah. Um, so He's the one that sees your heart. He's the one that sees how you think, and He's the one that sees what you do in private. Mm. And so, it's a some, it can be a hard pill to swallow, but if you swallow it, it'll be good. <laughs> um, Amen. Yeah. Amen. Like uh, you gotta change your heart. You gotta take yeah. the logs out of your own eye. If you're mm. having trouble with leadership. I guarantee you, it's a problem with you, not a problem with them. Sometimes it can, they might, they might not be doing the right thing. But in what Cheyenne was sharing, uh, I I was reading a book or listening to a book that talked about that that process and what David, what happened to David was the soul in David was mm, killed.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: And so sometimes you're under leadership that's really bad, or, or you're under a boss that's uh, has these shortcomings and in submitting to them you when you become a leader that it ensures that that is no longer multiplied in you Mm. so if you were to just keep uh church hopping or leave uh management because they're toxic just because they're toxic like it's okay to leave a job but just because they're toxic no like you got to follow god you end up just uh being that type of person so god is like wanting to If God asks you to stay in a place, stay in a church, stay in a um, place of work, and the boss is still like that, he's wanting to kill something in you Mm. in order for you to be the vessel that he can work with and make some big differences. So last question to end this episode is, what are challenges of leadership that you have experienced? So each one of you is a leader in a field. I'll start with the question, do you like leadership, Jamison? Do I like leadership? Do you like leadership? Honestly, do you feel that you Being like very it? very careful. <laughs> pass Chris's list. No. <laughs>
1: That's a great question, my friend. Uh-huh. Double it pass it next to the next person. I just love serving God. Mm. So out of that, I do love leadership. Mm. Because I love serving God. Obviously, there are things I don't like about it because uh, we do have challenges and the challenges that don't feel pleasant at times. But I just love serving God. Mm. I love being a part of God's kingdom. I love being a part of God's mission. Yeah. And because of that, ultimately, yeah, Yeah. I do love leadership And to answer the question of challenges, um, challenges I think a challenge that every leader faces is um, not living up to a certain expectation, mm. um, especially our own expectations
0: like an imposter syndrome kind of thing
1: yeah that Mm. that's uh that's a huge one and sometimes being such forward-thinking people we set extremely high standards for ourselves yeah um that we forget to um you know touch the earth sometimes and humble ourselves and realize look, we're not there yet Mm. yet yeah just because we're not there yet doesn't mean you're a failure Mm. just because we're not there yet doesn't mean you're losing falling behind. No, it yep. just means that you're in development. Yep. So I think that's the that's something that does challenge me mm. and um, challenge all leaders well. I've How been, have you yeah. overcome that? Well, exactly that is just um, coming back to the Word. Like the Word says um, don't think more highly than you ought to think mm. and Jesus just reminds me of that, you know, like He talks about um, humility and to submit. So uh, yeah, the best way to overcome that is remaining in fellowship with Christ because he does remind you and also reality checks. Mm. Reality checks they do help because it it shows you where you're truly at um versus where you want to want to be so um yeah that's what's helped me mm. like and remain teachable. Remain teachable mm. yeah, absolutely yeah. yeah. Yeah that's huge. Yeah that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Guara.
0: Do you it? like leadership?
2: do I like leadership. <laughs> no, um I think Nah. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Hey, uh, let me explain myself. I think at first, like, the thought of, like, leadership, like, really scared me mm. um, because, of course, like, the responsibility mm. and, like, the people, yep. especially, like, because you're leading the people. Like, it was a huge responsibility. But, um, yeah, I remember, <laughs> I remember when Pastor Chris, um, like, when she asked us, I initially I initially wanted to say no because I know the type of responsibility we had to carry as as trainee leaders. But yeah, at that time I was like nah <laughs> because I didn't see myself in God's eyes. Mm. So I said like I, I remember I think I was telling Cheyenne this ages ago. I I said to God I don't think I'm ready. Mm. And then His reply to me was when are you going to be re- when are you ever going to be ready? Because mm. if it was up to me. I probably still wouldn't be <laughs> a leader now. But um, seeing it through God's eyes, I think, like, he really, like, opened my eyes. Not just, like, to see myself in his eyes and to see the people in his in His eyes, the church in his mm. eyes. And it, I, gr- I grew to love the church. I grew to love, like, leadership. Like, just being around people. Mm. Yeah. Like, I love bringing people together. Mm. And so... Yeah, and same as like Jesus was like that, you know, he loved bringing people together. He always had the disciples with him. Mm. And that's like that's the quality I I want to have like right. cuz I want I want to bring people together. Yeah. But yeah, um I do. I have grown to love the leadership. Okay. Um at first, <laughs> it was scary. I'm I'm going to be honest. It it was a very scary scary responsibility, but but now I love it. <laughs> I love it. Not in a way that I'm proud to be a leader. Mm. You know, um, mm. we we all like learn how to humble ourselves. We have gotta learn how to bow our head and you know, and say yes, I've made a mistake. Like you gotta be like open. Like we're not perfect, so yeah. we we we're still we're learners, not losers. This is what we always say. Right. Yeah, we're we're still learning, and we're n- never going to reach the point where we know everything, because then right. that means we're God, but we're not God. So yeah, That's Um true. yeah.
0: So. so Challenges. So now that you are a leader, what uh what's the what's been the biggest challenge for you?
2: The biggest challenge for me, if I'm being honest, it's probably the people. Mm. (laughs) Um praise the Lord. (laughs) Praise the Lord. We love the people, you know, it's um yeah, I we really have to see them in God's eyes. Like again, we're not against the people, we're against with what's happening the situation right so we gotta pray (laughs) we gotta ask God for for wisdom like Mm -hmm. how do we approach this God you know um most of the time it's God dealing in your heart right like just like what you said Mm -hmm. it's something that's in you has to be removed Mm -hmm. right so most of the time it's it's actually us um one thing that God really deals with me is is patience yeah I'm very (laughs) whoa (laughs) I don't want to like say that over myself but I was impatient. Like, I want things to happen right away. Like, I want this now. I want this now. But like, you know, how... Man. <laughs> patience is such a big thing. Um, yeah, and praise God. <laughs> he stretched me. Praise God. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. But yeah, you need patience as well to be... If you are a very, like, short-fused person, <laughs> I don't think you should be in that leadership position yet um yeah <laughs> so man i think one of the most patient people i know is probably um Gad. <laughs> <Yeah>. definitely God. <laughs> yeah. but yeah pastor yeah, rod yeah. Post yeah, post yeah. Word, yeah pastor rod for sure i've never seen that guy angry hey um but yeah it's it's a good quality uh to have <laughs> but yeah um but people are worth they're worth fighting for man mm. like you well. just see Wow, you just see when you start to see in God's eyes what is just cha- what people are capable of, thank you. It changes everything. It changes your whole um mindset about them. It's like, wow, this is what God sees. I'm like, yes, I want mm-hmm. to be part of this. I want to input into this into this dream, into this in in this person's destiny. Man, it's so huge. Like it's it's amazing to be a part of that, you know? Like man, like yeah, this is when like when you you should be cheering on when people are doing good. Like, yes, yes. You know, that's what a good leader is as well. Someone who, who's not like, oh, like competitive. Mm. You Mm. should be cheering for like, you want them to be a better leader than you. We want our kids to be better leader than us. So we're always encouraging them to achieve higher, to Mm. achieve, you know, bigger things. Like there's so much more to God's calling than like what you're doing now. There's so much more. That's right. So, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Chan.
3: Yeah, just to continue, just a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> is um that's that's also a sign of a good leader is they empower right. whoever follows, um, not just to do the task but to become leaders themselves yeah. and I feel like that's what Pastor Larry, Pastor Chris Pastor Rod has done for us yeah. they've empowered us and they've equipped us yeah. to be greater yeah. and that's what Jesus did you know everything that I do you shall do an even greater because yeah. I'm going to the Father yeah. right so it's yeah. like they
0: don't want you to need them
3: yeah yeah mm, yeah that's right they want us yeah and and like, they're all for the vision yep. at the end of the day. And for that vision to be, um, to come to fruition, like, it doesn't matter who gets it done. Yep. Like, so if, if someone else is greater at the, at the task than themselves, they're willing to just, you know, mm. empower them more. Um, so, yes. But the question is um, Do you like leadership? Do I like leadership? <laughs> I will agree with Guara. It it was pretty daunting at first, because yes, I have. Yes, it's pretty daunting. Very much a lot of responsibility, yes. and um, I'm aware of that. And I want like, in, and if anyone in leadership isn't aware of how much responsibility and the cost of being a leader, yeah, need needs to look into their heart, because um, it's not it's not an easy thing. It's uh, the position and role is amazing because it's weighty. Like, it is weighty but it doesn't come without cost um yeah so i i felt like at that time I was, I was aware of it um and i'm even more aware of it now um yeah um but right now i feel so privileged to be in this position um to be able to Yeah, to be able to lead people and be a part of their lives. um, It's such, yeah, it really is a privilege because we get to play a part where, yeah. Yeah, we get to play a part in their lives and just be a part of their transformation and their journey with God. And I think that is so amazing compared to like not having that (laughs) uh and and i get so much joy from from being a part of that and seeing people oh yeah like they're 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 listening to what i'm saying and it's actually making a difference in their lives like something is changing um because of just because i was obedient just because i shared what holy spirit wanted me to share and um or just by praying with them, just by being with them, just by listening to them. Yes, I love leadership. It is a privilege. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then what's the biggest no. challenge you've gone
3: through? Um, challenge definitely patience, definitely um, understanding. Understanding um, people. Understanding people. Mm-hmm. Understanding that people aren't going to receive the way that I expect them to receive it. Mm-hmm. Um, understanding that... Um, just because I don't see them respond doesn't mean that something isn't happening within themselves yep. that they're not listening um that's something that i something that I really that I really struggle with is yeah, sometimes I don't yeah that whole imposter syndrome thing sometimes I don't I get these thoughts. I'm not worthy to be a leader here mm. uh I'm not good enough like yeah oh comparison as well like sh- she or he's so much better at communicating and connecting with people but I've learned that that God has made me the way that I am so that I can reach people the way that I can that no one else can so I th- I found I found that I thrive and really excel at um, ministering with people like, especially women, one on one, and that's something that I can do that Gerard can't do, mm. or that Jamison or Guada like may not be able to speak into as mm. well as that as well as I can.
0: You said all of them except me. So oh no I no,
3: <laughs> and, and you too, especially. <laughs>
0: uh, I can do it one on one with a <the>
3: girl. <laughs> uh, no. But but yeah. He's and um, he's he's placed a special anointing on each of us, a specialty that we, um, a, a, yeah, a, a grace that he's placed on each of us that, like, we can't compete because we're in different fields. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, so that's how I, if you were to ask that question, like, how do I overcome that? That's how I would, mm. um, just having his perspective of me mm that and the people if we were to go into heaven all the people that i reached yes just to (laughs) put an image on that not not i I don't want to put like any pride or anything um but like there may be people that i i ministered to that guada couldn't reach Mm. or or like anyone else couldn't um but it it could have been the same word could be like it's the same gospel but the way that we um Presented the way that we approach people, yep. completely different. The way that we relate to people, yep. completely different. Yep. So, yes, that's it.
0: Yeah. yeah. right. <laughs> yes.
4: So, leadership I like, and then I didn't, and then I like it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, God has brought me through a, a long, <laughs> tough journey. Do you what? want you
0: to say something?
3: Oh, no. Yes? You- <laughs> say something. Oh, no, no. Uh, yeah one I don't know if you're gonna say it, but I also struggled with burnout to be burnout, to be yes. able to like do everything that having that expectation mm-hmm. upon myself to be able to do everything
0: why do you think you burnt up
3: I wasn't to be honest, I wasn't spending enough time with God. I was trying to figure everything out with my intellect with my know how, and I don't know much, so that's how I got in that position and um again. Yeah, so that was just another thing, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, so fun story. It was like a rough patch in my leadership walk or whatever, you want to call it. And God, I was praying and God was like, do you want to be in leadership? And there was just this silence. And I was like, I was really thinking about my response. And I was like, you know what, God, I don't know. And then God says to me, I can pull you out but I guarantee you that you would miss it. And then I was like, I was thinking about what would happen if I got pulled out of the ministry. I was like, I would miss preaching. I would miss leading Bible studies. I would miss you know, being up there on the drums. I would miss all these different leadership opportunities. And he really highlighted that he wants me to be in this position. So that sort of um, uh, leads me into what I struggle with as a leader is a lot of self doubt. The ex- like burnout from the expectations of myself, expectations of the pastor, expectations as a leader. You know, mm-hmm. as a leader, you're expected to walk a certain way, talk a certain way, act a certain way. I constantly felt like I was being watched, and that's mm-hmm. what led me to being burnt out. I felt like I couldn't get alone time. I could, I could have, mm-hmm. but I felt like I couldn't because I had, you know, ministry one night, I work a full time job, ministry the next night. And then I have a girlfriend, I need to love her too. So I go take her out on a date and then ministry the next night, practice the next night and church on Sunday. Mm. You know what I mean? So that was my schedule for ages. And I I was burning out big time. And yeah, so that is what I struggled with. Um, a lot of the self doubt stuff as well. Like I said, patience, just wanting to get stuff done, not having the capacity to, to listen as well as I should have and i was I wasn't look looking to I wasn't listening to respond, I was just um looking to rebuttal mm. as a leader um so that is a lot of the stuff I um had to had to overcome and honestly, the simple answer to how I overcame it was I spent time in God's word I spent time in in the secret place, the quiet place with the Lord. I, I made time for Jesus to help me through these issues. So mm. he's helped me through, go, he's helped me go through the self image stuff, pride, patience, all these things that were like logs in my eye, like Jella was saying. And mm. yeah, so if you're struggling with any of that, just get into the secret place with God and we'll, he'll take it out of you.
0: You got something to say? Why'd you get the mic? Oh, yeah, I, was
2: just, I just wanted to add something as well. It didn't sound. Um, <laughs> Um, when I was talking about how, like, uh, like people are my biggest challenge, like, just want to, like, clarify, like, it's not it's not them that, are, like, I don't, that I'm trying to fight with. It's the situation. And it's also because the reason why I was impatient is because, like, I also wanted them to see what God sees in them. So, like, I'm in a hurry. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> this is what God sees in you. Like, yep. you know, there's so much potential in, in the young adults and in the youth and that. And, like... I just want them to like hurry up, but mm. of course it's God's timing, right? Yeah. Um, as well, like, yeah. This I think that's all I wanted to add because <laughs> mm. I really wanted them to see like what God, only if they see what God sees mm. in them, like the way God showed us like what he see, what he saw in us. Yeah, you know the potential that he saw in us, and I want them to discover the same thing, mm. their potential in yeah. Christ.
0: Yeah, uh, I struggled for a little bit with that impatience but then God showed me how patient he's with me. Mm. And then I'm like how can I give, how can I put my old standard on other people when I when I would fail my own standard now. So it's like now I understand like when I minister to someone I'm not expecting an immediate fix. Like this is a long game. Mm-hmm. This is a I sow, I water and God gives the growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we just have faith in what God said. He said he'll do that. Um, and it's not really up to me or how, like I used to think uh, I need to figure out a smart way to get it into the, to people's heads, uh, what, whatever I say. And I always think about how to communicate it better. And that's good, but ultimately it's still Holy Spirit who gives the conviction. Because mm. whenever yep. you do something for God and it's amazing and you know there's results, tendency is you start to puff yourself up with pride and think you're so gifted in this area and you forget that glory goes completely to him. Mm. I can do literally nothing without him mm. and nothing lasts if I'm doing it in my own strength. With leadership, uh, to be honest, I've always liked leadership. I like doing things. Like I don't like not doing things. So like if I'm in a church, any church, I don't like just watching and just attending and then leaving. Like, I got to serve, I got to help, I got to do something. And so I like that aspect about it. What I don't like is this weightiness of now everyone is looking at me and I feel like I got to be perfect. I feel like I got to be better Mm. than everyone. So then I'm worth following. And Mm. so that imposter syndrome kicks in again, where I feel like uh, I'm not who you guys think I am. Like, I'm not that good um, but God has somehow uh, put this on my heart to do and I've just been obedient and somehow I've, I've amassed some some level of influence and that's all glory to God. Amen. At the end of the day I'm a vessel and he's working on me still. So none of us here even right now after all we've overcome are perfect but we are, it's a privilege to to serve God. Amen. Yeah let's let's finish this episode with Prayer. Uh, and we'll pray for the leaders and anyone that is struggling with offense from a leader or su- struggling with submission to a leader, and someone who just feels in their heart that they are called to, to preach and all that stuff. So, Gerard, could you, could you pray for these people?
4: Of course. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes. <coughs> Father, we lift up our friend um, listening to this podcast. Father, you know them deeply and you love them. And you've called them to a great, great purpose. Lord, everything in their life, their whole life journey, you've written in your book. And I thank you, Lord, that you knew when they were born, you knew you know where they are now, and you know where they're headed. So I thank you, Lord, for this journey that you've so intricately woven. And Lord, I lift them up to you. I lift up their heart, God, in Jesus' name. And Lord, um, with our friend Lord we ask for your forgiveness uh, for all issues of pride for all uh, offense Lord in Jesus name Father help us love in Jesus name God I thank you for my friend's uh, leader Lord I pray in Jesus name um, that you deal with them but Lord deal with our hearts first in Jesus name so Lord we thank you for leading us into all the truth Holy Spirit lead us like you always do we're so thankful to have you living inside of us Um, Lord all issues of offense we remove Lord we remove the the logs out of our own eyes in Jesus name and I thank you Lord that you just overcome overcome us overcome my friend uh, with your love in Jesus name wherever they are in Jesus name thank you Lord in Jesus name right and Lord all the, uh, the splinters that have um, come into our souls because of this offense. Father, I ask in Jesus' name that you take them out one by one in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord, that you reveal our hearts to us and show us how we can work to be better servants, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, Holy Spirit, I ask that you teach us to um, to, to serve, serve our leaders. How can we do that, Lord? Show us, Holy Spirit jesus name and lord i thank you and lord i just release uh, our friend listening to this podcast uh, from the uh, the chains of offense in jesus name and uh, pride as well in jesus name and i thank you lord for uh, a heart like david uh, and an attitude like jesus in jesus name to be the servant in jesus name in jesus name thank you lord For Jesus as well did not come to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name that you instill this in our hearts right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you guys for watching this episode. And I hope you got something out of it. I hope it helped out. Um, If you have any questions, send us an email at contact at Church. Follow us on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Yeah. All right, and we'll see you guys next week, next month. Bye. Yay. Bye. Follow
1: well, awesome us Bebo. Bebo, <laughs>
0: MySpace. Yeah. MySpace. Friendster, oh. Yahoo, oh my Gmail. Gmail. Thank you for tuning in to Harvest Now Conversations. We hope you got something out of it and want to stay connected. You can follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Harvest Now Church to make sure you don't miss out on any future content. You can also message us at contact at harvestnowchurch.com to suggest a topic to talk about or to ask us a question. Until next time, stay blessed and see you in the next podcast.